From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. I'm here with Liz Peek, Fox News contributor and syndicated columnist, and Steve Moore, Freedom Works and the Committee to Unleash Prosperity uh, hotline. And his uh, great show, More Money, is on uh, the radio right after this show. Kids, let's uh, in the remaining time. Uh, look, the proximate cause of the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and the damage done to Signature and Republic uh, National Bank, which is still alive, uh, the collapse of the bond portfolio, duration risk was done very badly. Right. But right. what I want to talk about was there's a lot of talk. I mean, I've mentioned it. Uh, Kim Strassel written about it. All that ESG, woke, climate change, DEI stuff that was in the Silicon Valley portfolio. You have this uh, Mary Daly, uh, the president of the San Francisco Fed, uh, who's a very woke uh, regulator. Um, how much of that is part of this banking story, Steve Moore? How much of that is going to, um, you know, filter out to the public that maybe we should think about having sound banks and not all this social policy when it comes to banking and preserving our deposits? Well, I agree entirely with what you said about, you know, the arbitrage, uh, you know, play on the uh, bonds, which hasn't played out well at all for the banks. And so, that that was you're right. That was the proximate cause of this crisis. But uh, and and I'm not going to blame this crisis on ESG. But I but I do think there's something big going on here, which is that too many companies have taken their eye off the ball. <laughs> they are in business to not make social statements, uh, not to fight right racial injustice or you know fight climate change, but to you know create jobs and make money for their investors. And they've taken their eye off the ball. And anybody who has not seen that completely comical uh, $3 million video that the uh, that the managers at, at Signature made. It looks like mm. a scene. When I saw it, I thought it was a I thought it was a scene from the old TV show, The Office, mm. running around, dancing around, saying how much they care about, you know, minorities and, and this and that. And I, this this is a problem, I think, writ large in corporate America today, Larry, that they these companies need to be focused, laser focused on their mission. And their, uh, you know, what they do and how they make profit, not on saving the planet from climate change. Well, and the other, of course, that whole skit was something out of the Babylon Bee. I mean, it was very hard to believe. But Liz, um, do you think that the regulators, this particular group of regulators, whether it's the Fed, the FDIC, the Controller, White House, National Economic Council, such, are they pushing the banking system? toward uh, all these social policies, ESG policies, climate change policies, and now reaping the whirlwind. Yeah. Well, they'd like to. I mean, the more uh, that they, the Gary Cohns and, and various people who are in charge of making policy for banks and how banks assess their assets and stuff, they want very much to be uh, making climate change part of that. In other words, if you have an asset on your – if you're making a loan to a company, if that company – uh, is an oil company or a coal company, and it's not, uh, you know, tethered to the climate cause, that asset eventually they want to have valued less on your balance sheet than one that's going to something that they favor. So, yes, they want that to be a big, 
issue. But I want to go back to what Steve said, because, in fact, I just wrote something about this for The Hill. This uh, idea that companies have a broader responsibility to their communities, to their stakeholders, and so forth, than just making profits goes back to the Business Roundtable in 2019, who redefined Mm. the corporate mission. Mm. And this is not this is not insignificant. You have most companies in America now, most CEOs, parroting that change in mission. They don't any longer believe that creating jobs, creating profits, investing investing in the future of our country is sufficient. Now they have to earn all kinds of woke credentials. I didn't, to my credit, I didn't use that word woke once because I'm so tired of it. <laughs> but it is an agenda. And and you know i've i know people in this world if you spend a third of your time scurrying around trying to make sure that all your dei initiatives are working your climate change loans are appropriate etc you're not focused on whether yeah. your bond values are sinking like a stone i mean it's just human nature so i think it's a real problem i think steve said it exactly right companies have taken their eye off the ball in this case and the case of some of these other banks it's almost unimaginable that this happened. I mean, that's how egregious the errors were. So let me just add something to that that's really important, and it's a, a matter of uh, some urgency. Right now, Larry, as we are speaking, there is a bill on Joe Biden's desk. I don't think he's I don't think he signed it or vetoed it yet. And that bill would basically instruct the pension managers mm-hmm. through you know yeah. the ERISA law not to take into account you know this. <laughs> Uh, you know, ESG stuff that that they should not be putting politics over the uh, profits of, of people's lifetime savings and that they have a fiduciary duty to uh, to make sure that, they, that they're getting the best return. Now, if Biden vetoes that bill and I, I all the signs are that he will, Larry, I think it's going to be a bad look for the Democrats. I think you're going to have millions of millions of retirees saying stop playing politics with my lifetime savings and my pension money. I want to move to Florida when I retire, and I'm not going to have the money to do it. And particularly in the wake of a a year in which stocks were down 20% and energy stocks were up 61%. (laughs) That was was an oops. (laughs) By the the way, uh, I believe over 50 Democrats in the House supported that bill. With the Republican. It was a Republican bill. But I think yeah. over 50 Democrats joined the Republicans in that bill. Yeah, so but that, Larry, that still, that still means over 100 Democrats voted to, to basically put people's pensions at risk. I think this is a li- live wire political issue because they're going to have to explain why people's 401k plans and their pension plans aren't getting the return that they deserve. Yeah. And this is so right. I mean, the top performing stocks last year were ConocoPhillips, Exxon, and Chevron. And guess yeah. what? These woke people, they divested in all those stocks. By the way, Kevin O'Leary was just on. Uh, you know what the best performing asset has been so far this year? You're going to love this. Um, probably, I, I want to say oil, but it's probably not oil. No. Bit, Bitcoin. Oh. Yeah, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is up 62.2%, and it closed on Friday. It closed on Friday at 26,819. I just love that. Only Kevin O'Leary knew that. I mean, that's just absolutely fantastic. Oh, by the way, I'm watching it, and I frankly, I don't even understand it, honestly, because, (laughs) I mean, up until very recently, it was sort of a – 
it was it was trading with the herd. If you had a decline in risk assets, yeah. Bitcoin went down too, and suddenly that has changed, and I'm not quite sure why. It's trading with gold and silver. Steve, what were you going to say? Yeah, but speaking of Kevin O'Leary, have you seen a CNN interview? Uh, not, no, not yet. It, it will be in the hotline. You will get it uh, tomorrow morning. Yeah. He was on CNN yesterday morning. I think it was yesterday morning. And he was being interviewed by Don Lemon and the two women on that morning show. And they asked him about the economy. And he said, he said I do not invest in blue states yeah. anymore. Yeah. He said, yeah. tax, I don't, I, you know, he, he said, New York. And Illinois and California used the term uninvestable. He yeah. said, you cannot. And, and then Don Lemon was stuck. I mean, you should see the looks on these CNN people. And Don Lemon said, is it because of the high taxes? He said, yeah, high taxes. But also they want to regulate. They're anti-business. And I don't want to invest in these places. He was just he was on today uh, telling us about the values of investing in North Dakota. And by the <laughs> Which is which is opportunities. Yes, it's one of the fastest growing states in America. Uh, and by the way, I didn't even know this. Microsoft's got a big operation up there. Uh, Pharma's have a big operation up there, and of course, our friend Harold Ham uh, has That's got right. the fracking operation. North Dakota runs community banks. The states it's like a sovereign state wealth fund, and they run the banks, and that's how they keep them straight. And I didn't know a thing about this. I didn't know a thing about this. So next time Kevin Kramer's on and John Hoven, those guys, they're from a pro-business state in North Dakota. We all should go to North Dakota this summer. <laughs> Let's just head right out there. It's better than Martha's Vineyard or one of them places, Nantucket. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't. There's no ESG in North Dakota. Yeah. I can't have it out there. It's against the law. It's getting pretty bad when people leave California for North Dakota. <laughs> oh, it's new. That's the new. That's the new. That's the terrific stuff. All right, uh, we got time. For, we got time for one more. We got time for one. Steve. What are you doing on your radio show? We got a promo on your radio show. What are you doing? Who you, uh, you know, we we talk about the bank failures, what's going on with the Fed, and how uh, you know uh, a lot of this circles back to the out of control government spending and debt that's yeah. caused the interest rates to go up. Yeah, I mean, there's a very good uh, Wall Street Journal interview today uh, on this uh, subject with um, what's the, the guy who used to run the Kansas City Fed. And um, the – hold on. I, I should have it here, but I don't have it here. Anyway, yeah, here it is. Mary O'Grady. Yeah, uh, very good. With uh, Thomas Honig. Yes, Thomas Honig. And, yeah. and it's really good. They The regulators failed to heed the warning signs of a disaster. But he is saying, Liz – Everyone talked about regulatory capital risk, but they didn't talk about duration yes. risk. Capital. Can you imagine? And that's I mean, really, I didn't know that. There's nothing by, and in by these the laws. Way, that throws Elizabeth Warren's complaints about re-regulating right. and the 2018 thing completely out the window yep. because no matter what, how big you are, I, I actually, I read that and I, I just couldn't believe it because yep. to ignore the duration of assets when, when they are obviously volatile in direct portion to their their duration i i don't get that at all and i thought it was a very good piece she wrote yeah, everyone should read that a terrific piece and the ultimate sin of course was high inflation and yeah. um interest rates but that was there too anyway kids thank you very very much sorry to inflict alvin bragg on you but i think we survived <laughs> it very well liz peak terrific steve moore's uh, steve moore's more money will follow this show on most of these same stations i'm cudlow We'll be back for more next weekend.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.